It's Barely in Topic, a podcast for Boston Bruins fans by Boston Bruins fans. Welcome to Barely in Topic. We're a podcast for Boston Bruins fans by Boston Bruins fans. And here we are on our third episode of the ninth season. Yay! And of course, Jesus. I am. The- <laughs> <laughs> You broke in too soon. You were supposed to be a surprise. Sorry, I just didn't realize it was the ni- our ninth freaking season. Yes, yes. <laughs> I think <laughs> I still think that we're bad luck. It's okay. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> I am VA, and I'm here with Nick. Hello. And our surprise back from hiatus in Ontario and sickness. And all sorts of stuff is Jeff. Hey, hey, people, what's going on? It's and, been a while. Uh, yes, <laughs> yes, it has. It's good to see you. It's good to have you back. It's good to be back. Huh? And Tim, unfortunately, is not with us because we discussed last week, he might have burst his eardrum and he did. And he also has an ear infection and he was feeling better, but he wasn't feeling good. And we said, take care of yourself take take it easy take a rest so also, here we go the, yeah he records the earbuds that can't be good <laughs> no no yeah i you know tim's excited he likes he likes being on he's very chatty he wants to talk about all sorts of things he was reading the games in your stead <laughs> he was doing his best and it was it was fun <laughs> <laughs> it was it was it was entertaining it yes. was funny mm. in a very tim way yeah. so so i mean like that's fair i haven't tried to humor those up in like a lot of seasons (laughs) no because you rejected the whole sexy schedule reading once you got married and all that shit i mean i also just like ran out of steam on that bit (laughs) yeah well you know some of us try jeff some of us try anyway yeah, guess what? The Bruins have actually played games. We we had to wait like five years for games, but they, they finally played more than two games. In fact, they've played five games overall now, which is great because it really is beginning to feel like there's a season happening instead of just a couple of games here and there. Yeah, and actually, I looked at the, the standings today and the Bruins are first place in the Eastern Conference. And they weren't first place for a while because they, they did they just didn't have the points. So they're tied with uh with the Red Wings with 10 points apiece. And apparently we have the t- Brooms have the tiebreaker. I'm not because um the Red Wings win percentage, played... yeah, yeah, yeah. Win, win percentage yeah. because they've uh they, they 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 lost a game, they've played one more. Yeah. <laughs> yep. You know, I, I'm gonna tell you this. I did not realize until last night that one Alex DeBrincat was American. <laughs> that, that surprised me too. I looked that up this morning. It's so weird. We're both on the same page. Oh, it's because he didn't go the develop. He didn't go to the the, the um uh, development program NCAA route, right? So. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So I didn't know that about him. Two. I didn't know he was five seven. I don't know why. I I've seen him play. I just it just never dawned on me. And three. I didn't know he was from Michigan and that his whole like getting traded to the Red Wings was a homecoming for him. It, when he played in Chicago, he was close enough to home. Mm. And then now 
he's back in in Michigan, and it seems to be working out pretty well for him. Uh, yeah, he he and Larkin are kind of um, uh, burning things down right now. Yep, both Michigan boys. It's just too bad they couldn't have gotten Satan to come over there too. But I guess Iserman was fine with their goaltending, whatever it is. Yeah, so I did not know these things. These things will be important later in the week. They're not really important right now. It's just something to talk about. But anyway, Bruins played the West Coast this week, and it's been terrible because who the fuck wants to stay up for those games? Like I, I live in this awful time zone as it is. Like, like, like you know, regular games starting at eight for me, which is like. Ugh. Means they're not done till eleven or later. You know, I I, I hate eight o'clock starts in the Eastern time zone. You know what I mean? Because it's like, oh, you think, well, yeah. And then when those are nine o'clock starts for me, like you know, it just just ripples, right? So like the Sharks game was at eleven thirty. It was an eleven thirty p.m. start. That's stupid. And you know what? That was not a game to watch. I, I'm, you know, Lindholm might have played better in that game than he had the previous two games, the the Preds game. He's terrible terrible but anyway <laughs> that game was against the sharks was it looked like it was closer than it was it was not that close their sharks sharks are not that good no sharks are are, are some bad huh <laughs> yeah you know i think pasta's goal sums up the whole game the fact yes. that it was a three on two most of the sharks were on pasta like marshy was over to the side there's like one guy on, on, on Marshy, but Pasta, he basically gets a shot off. He gets knocked over, right? And still, with all of those sharks' bodies around the net, it goes in. It, it's not like it was a like a high velocity shot. It was. It, a, it went off his his skate. It, God, yeah. and it was just like I stayed up for that game. I stayed up for that game. I'm glad the Bruins won, but it was not a game that I walked away from thinking like, I really, I'm really glad I saw that game because it was messy. Wasn't that Mm -hmm. great? The Bruins towards the end where they were just kind of like, you know, we got this game in hand, Mm -hmm. you know, the, the, the complacency that the Bruins were playing with in this early part of the season has just been like, it's been a frustrating thing. Because it's like they're just wrapping up games, just hanging on to win, not trying to win the game, just trying not to lose it. You know, if the, you know, if the Sharks are going to be this bad, that's kind of the kind of a missed opportunity there to be quite this bad because, like, they got a lot of pending UFAs and we're in a position to clean up at the deadline because they're always going to be awful. But um, if, if you're Barabanovs, your Duclairs, your LeBancs, and your your Hoffmans aren't uh, aren't getting shit done now. You're not going to get fuck all for them then. Declare <laughs> just scored his first goal in this game. Oh, their team is the, the, the Sharks. Have, hang on, I had it up here. It only have only scored. Wait for it. Seven goals in five games. <laughs> and, uh, while giving up twenty. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Ow. <laughs> I, I think the Sharks are going to finish in last place. Uh, yeah. However, you know, all the interesting enough, you know, who's, who appears to be attempting to challenge them, at least, at least based on these early returns, is the Caps. Oh, God. Caps are bad. <laughs> They're old and bad. 
they're old oh, they're and bad. old old bad and expensive yes yes fun <laughs> fact uh my realtor's son who is filling in today because my realtor's in new york city right now big time caps fan how's that going for him not well <laughs> we talked hockey it was fun <laughs> well it's always good to put a caps fan yeah. in their place <laughs> i mean he knew look, his stuff it, 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 the bruins are not like burning down any barns here they, they, they only played one to one one good team uh the kings kings yeah okay <laughs> because i was sitting there i was like going through it in my head i'm like mm-hmm. One team that was expected to be good this year. Okay, how about that? <laughs> yes. Okay. Okay. Not. No, I'm not saying the Kings are bad, but the Kings also just kind of did like lie down on the ice and let the Bruins beat them. <laughs> oh, hi. hi, Julie. Julie, they say hi. Hi. Bye, Julie. She kind of said hi back. She. She. she, she she's, she's not feeling, feeling well. She's no, not. Feeling she, well. she's headed direct to bed once uh the baby's down, which. That was a whole ordeal. Ugh. It's like she knows. It's like yeah. she knows. She's like, I know that dad's got something going on. Uh, also, mom's sick. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Mama, also, this is why I eventually that's why I eventually stopped trying altogether if you, uh, if if Julie was was on call or something, right? <laughs> yep. Yep. I get it. I get it. She she's she's a Virgo woman. <laughs> 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 anyway or virgo virgo child i should say she's not a woman yet she's just she's a toddler anyway i'm sorry anyway. that yeah i'm sorry they're not feeling Aww. well and stuff oh 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 is that what she gave you she gave you the monitor yeah oh my <laughs> gosh she's like, at first i was like what are you showing me i'm like oh i see because i'm used to people fitting in beds and forgot that babies are st- <laughs> i don't know about others but this one moves around once this one figured out how to move around a lot in the crib she moved around a lot in the crib like when she was littler she'd you know spend all of her time just one spot yep or arms or arms straight out the side depending on which um uh, which wearable blanket she was in because some of them didn't really uh, give her the movement to put it over her head very well when i was a kid there was a period of time where i had to share a bed with my sister we lived in navy housing don't judge and my sister's eight years older than me Mm. so i'm talking until the age of four limited space navy family and i had to sleep with my sister and we just talked about this last year and she goes i i I said i move around in my sleep a lot she's like yes you do so i'm sure that my sister got lots of kicks lots of arms flailing and all sorts of things when i was a kid and then my sister slept over at the hotel room last year and she was just like all night long you're just turning 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 uh since i've been taking cbd gummies that has slowed down mm. i i like the cbd because it just makes me feel calm i'm not high i'm none of that stuff i just feel relaxed so i haven't been moving as much and i sleep better things don't wake me up as easily so oh, so that's, that's good. key that's very important. Yeah. Yes, yes, because I'm I have told you I've had a tenuous relationship with sleep ever since I was a kid and it's a lot better now. So, there you go. Just just saying 
CBD gummies, the edibles. I love them. Just re-upped a couple of days ago. Hey. I got the ones with the uh, the actual THC and they make me feel really groggy in the morning. So I, I don't usually take those, but they do like they make my eyes tired right away. So it's great because my brain's still working and my eyes don't. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, if you plan around that, that's not so bad. <laughs> How do you plan around them? <laughs> Make sure you're properly situated before the eyes shut down and then just, you know, enjoy the ride until your brain's out, until your brain chucks out too. That's how that works. Okay. Okay. All right. I, <laughs> Lay very, back and groove. Lay back and groove. I'm not very good at this stuff. I am not one of those people who knows how to be mellow. So, so this is all new to me, but my doctor, it's my doctor who said, try CBD gummies. And I'm like, okay. So take them every night. So that's good. Getting back to the Bruins. Yeah, uh, it's it's good that they're playing games again. And I'm happy about all of that. I'm happy that they won this game against the Sharks. I'll be honest with you. I don't really even want to talk about this game too much. Because the only thing that I've seen noteworthy was after the Sharks game, everyone on Twitter was like saying, oh, um, Patra's not ready. I have to send him back. Yeah, he didn't have a great game. He was not very noticeable in a lot of ways. Well, there's the thing about that is no one was saying he had a bad game. He just he, he just didn't have an impactful game. And I was like, well, okay, that seems to be a little harsh. Yeah, I mean, every I think people are putting a little more pressure on him. Also, uh, I think Twitter's been feeding me too much of one person individual who's uh, who's starting to get on my nerves. <laughs> okay, well, that's fair. That's fair because of even. Twitter. Even Fluto in the Athletic, uh, which eh, made comment about about a, a, a quiet game. So, but I mean, to me, this is like there's nothing else to talk about with the Bruins right now. So let's just focus. Well, on... there's the thing is this is an aggressively uninteresting team at the moment, which is fascinating to me. It's like, huh, I'm right. not used to this. <laughs> yeah, this is the game that that Marshy turned on. Okay, mm -hmm. so basically, yep, look at Nick in his new away Marshy jersey. Yeah, so this is the game that Marshy turned on. And basically, they're trying to figure out what, what they should do for a, a first line or a, a line 1A, 1B, whatever you want to call them. They're still kind of figuring all this stuff out uh, because what was happening in the first two games was not super successful. With When Marshy's quiet, when he's not on the, the, you know, on the score sheet, that's not good. Yeah, no, this team can't take that. I mean, Pasta's doing his thing because is Pasta is Pasta. Mm -hmm. Right, right. Pasta's doing his thing. But, you know, Marshy's quiet and we're used to Marshy being a little bit louder because of his relationship with Bergeron and Bergeron feeding him the puck and vice versa and all of that stuff. So Marshy finally got a uh, scored a goal in this game. So that was great. JVR was looking like a goal a game. He, he was on track for 82 goals. <laughs> it seemed like he's since kind of quieted down, but you know, he got a, a, his third goal. Pasta, of course, got his fourth goal in the third game. So that's all good. Carlo through four games had two points, which was pretty good for him. That's insanely good for him. He didn't break 10 last year, right? <laughs> Editor's note, Brendan Carlo had 
three goals and 13 assists in 75 games played in the 2022-2023 season. Yeah, I don't know. I I didn't pay too close attention to it. He was doing all sorts of good things. Oh yeah, he's doing good good Carlo things. I'm just saying he's like he doesn't score. The end. That's just no further comment but, there. But you know, <laughs> I mean, I even saw I don't know if it was this game or if it was the Kings game. I saw him skate all the way down to the net. To the net on the other side. Did, I mean, was he He was not effective, but he was, was he holding there. the map upside down? <laughs> No, he was jumping into the offense. He was like having a good time. It didn't hurt anybody. It's all good. It should have hurt the Kings, but it didn't. Yeah. So looking at Matty Potts, because that's what I'm calling him, Matty mm-hmm. Potts. It it kind of comes from the fact that uh, in the Boston area, like especially people from Dorchester and stuff. And I've heard also down in Weymouth, they will call everybody by their first name. And, you know, and, and you know, it's like it's Matty. It's always mm-hmm. Maddie. Like, so uh, Rob Cordry was doing a movie with Mark Wahlberg. Remember when Mark Wahlberg was Marky Mark? Mm-hmm. Right. So they were doing a movie and he, whenever they spent time together, you know, off the set, he's like, Robbie, Robbie, <laughs> Robbie. <laughs> all the time, Robbie. <laughs> so it's like Maddie. And it's like, well, I want to call him Maddie Potts. That's what I'm calling him. So that way I don't have to, say his name and feel like I'm betraying some French ancestor or something I, and saying it wrong. Betty Potts. So uh, on the dot, five, he only uh, he only took face-offs five on five uh, for this game. And offensive uh, face-offs, he was one for four. So 25%. Defensively, one for two. Or in the defensive zone, one for two, that's 50%. In the neutral zone, he was two for three. 67%. He t- he averaged 44%. He's, he, I mean, he's not going to be a Bergeron. We know that. He's 19 yeah. years old. As it for a first year center, that's solid. I got to tell you, all of the centers are just around this. It yeah. One center will be better than everybody else every game. But, mm-hmm. you know, even like, uh, even Johnny Beecher is like 40% right now. You know what I mean? And he's also, what he's 21 mm-hmm. yeah it's his first year up yeah. here so it, it yeah. doesn't matter what age it's like it's your first year foil for years was awful on the dot and then just decided to get really good at it last year and it's continued mm. yeah so so that's good i mean i guess when you get it you get it so, you can learn it's a skill yeah it's all about so timing you get better over time because like mm-hmm. they used to show patrice bird's run in the summer just doing nothing but taking face-offs like he had an area of his house where he would just take face-offs, have somebody come over and take face-offs again and again and again. And then they even made rules against uh, Bergeron. Remember, you know, it's like uh, he'd get kicked out of the dot because he was too good. Yeah. They, they changed something about camera break detail was, but it was like really targeted at players like Bergeron and Datsuk. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So your defensive studs, I, I, I kind of like keeping track of the defensive studs right now because, mm. you know me, I love my defensemen. Defensive studs for, for this game were Lindholm at 25-16 and McAvoy at 22-50. This is the third game of the season, oh. boys. Mm-hmm. Yep. Now, it is interesting. The one goal that uh, San Jose got is Duclair's first goal of the year. 
it did seem to bounce off of Lindholm and and then in. It was it was Duclair's shot that bounced off and in. It's kind of hard. The camera angle was never a good angle. To yeah, take the reviews that. I read said that the uh, my game recaps I read said that 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 had happened. It's like it's kind of hard to blame for how this happened. It was through traffic and shit. <laughs> oh no, I'm not blaming him. I'm just saying yeah. it just bounced up. What can you do? We were talking about that last week. We were talking about examples of <laughs> things bouncing off of Bruins, and I brought up the puck that bounced off of Ferenc's skate and into the goal in Game Six. Of 2013 Stanley hmm. Cup final. Uh, Nick said, it's a good example. It's not a good example, but it's a good example. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, that game was that game. And, uh, you know, the big news on the Saturday game, I'm only mentioning it. I don't want to really get into it. It was somehow or another, Jake DeBrus missed like the morning meeting and he was a scratch, healthy scratch. That's all I'm saying about it. I don't want to compare it to anybody. I'm just saying that. So he was not in the game. So this game brought in Patrick Brown, which, okay. Let's not and do then, that again. Yeah. <laughs> and then Kevin Shattenkirk was sitting out this game because I think presumably because it, it was a back-to-back situation, they wanted him to play the Anaheim game because Anaheim was his most recent team. Right. Mm. Right. So, so we had Ian Mitchell, and Patrick Brown in this game. And I can't honestly tell you anything about Patrick Brown. I know nothing. I, he just, he was there. I mean, I'm pretty sure he's, he's, uh, he, he, he fills that spot on one's depth chart where you just write guy. Yeah. And then Ian Mitchell in this game was very noticeable for the four icings in one shift. Like, 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 was he scared of the puck? Like, how he's... do you do that? He's scared of a forecheck. He's scared of coughing up the puck. And by doing so, he coughs up the puck. He's just caught in a time loop. He's he's, he's groundhog daying this shit. Do you know somebody <laughs> who who often coughs up the puck but doesn't seem to mind? Lindholm? Pasta? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Granted, different skill set. Got it. But you can't be afraid to cough up the puck. You just... right. By just the way, how is it an interesting thing that European high-end goal scorers are all are, are have the habit of being some of the giving the fewest fucks in general? Vechkin, <laughs> Vine, Pasta. <laughs> did Did you see? Did you read that Line is donating? Is it a thousand bucks for every point he scores to charity? Hmm. I didn't know, but good for him. Yeah, he's a weird dude. Yeah, and he it's his the charities he wants to uh, donate focuses towards mental health. Oh, good for him. Yeah, I think that's pretty cool. Yes, 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 yes. A million times yes. I was telling my friend Wendy, who knows nothing about David Pasternak, I was telling her about him last night. And I said, oh, God, he's adorable. He's our sweet, precious baby angel, and he's playing his 10th season now. I'm like... A lot of people are like, I grew up watching Bergeron play. And I'm like, I grew up watching Pasta play because <laughs> like, that's my reference point. Uh, he was the first player I could say like, hey, wow, I, I watched him from the beginning. And I have loved it ever since. I, I just adore Pasta. And so I'm telling her all of these Pasta things, right? Uh, and I'm like, oh, and then you he and his partner had a baby this year and they named her freya and she's like oh my god that's such a perfect name i'm like is it 
It's like the best. She's like, she. they named her after a North, Norse goddess. I'm like, yes, yes, it's the perfect name. It is. So anyway, I sent her, there was this thing because it's National Pasta Day, apparently today or yesterday or whatever. It was on Instagram. I sent her like the whole thing. I'm like, just watch this. You'll see why we love him so much. But yeah, Pasta gives no fucks. He just goes out there. He he really has the mind of a goldfish <laughs> because he just goes out there. He messes up. All right. So I'll get the puck back. No problem. Honestly, like if it wasn't for the fact that he played hockey in there, of course, not possible to become that kind of star. He should be like looked at like beyond the hockey world, like the way you know non-football people look at Gronk. Oh, yeah. 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 I can see pop. I, I can see that very much so. Very, very good match. Yeah, actually. Gronk football, Gronk football. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you know, we sit. I remember saying this so many times myself. I'm like, Gronk is so dumb, but no, he's just a huge child, and he's just having fun. He's smart enough to have listened to somebody, or smart enough on his own to to have gone like, I'm not spending my football money. Everything that he's bought mm-hmm. has been off of endorsements, which is mm-hmm. so smart. He's gronking around money. Yeah. So it's like, and this is a guy who had a party bus and <laughs> yo soy fiesta. <laughs> I love Gronk so much. But anyway, I, yeah, I can see that. It's very similar. I just hope that Pasta doesn't go on the mask Singer and they keep him around for two weeks like they did with Gronk. It's like the minute he was on the mask Singer, I'm like, that's Gronk. I know it's Gronk. I, I don't even need to know what Gronk's singing voice is. And it was more he was rapping. Like, that's Gronk. And they kept <laughs> him around for way too long. And it's like, ah, uh, sometimes you just know, like this this recent season, it's like the pickle came out. Like, it's it's uh, Michael Rappaport. It's Michael Rappaport. Okay, thanks. Don't keep him around longer than two weeks. Thank you. Uh, but <laughs> Michael Rappaport's beef with What's that NBA player's name? God. Uh, anyway, Mike Rappaport has like the strangest Twitter beef with basketball players. And it just blows my mind. Like, what? why is this guy getting picked on by NBA All-Stars? Like, is this a strange thing to happen? Well, he calls he calls out bad plays. And I think he's an outspoken. Okay, I just answered my question. Yeah. He likes basketball a lot and will at you if you're bad. Yeah. Okay, moving on. Well, that was fun. He's just a loud mouth, got an opinion, mm-hmm. famous enough to be taken a little bit seriously. I don't know. But anyway, yes, getting back to, to Pasta. Pasta's perfect. We love him. That's all we need to say. And guess what? Who Guess who started the scoring on the in the Kings game? Pasta. <laughs> His power play goal, which I got to tell you, this power play is something it's not exactly terrible but it's not like you go out there with confidence thinking they're gonna score a goal i mean like i know this is gonna sound impossible to say but i kind of was like i'm thinking it's like do do, do we really underestimate like the how important uh berkey at the bumper was holy shit yes yes it's very possible i think they just need to rework the power play they need to rework it and yeah. everybody needs to find a little bit more chemistry. Ty Anderson even said he thinks it's going to be about 20 games before this team really mm-hmm. starts to gel. Although, 
he said that in the hockey show. So I, the one player who stood out to me actually has been better than I expected. Mm-hmm. Kevin Shattenkirk. He's actually not bad. And I, I actually, he, the few power plays I've seen, the guy can walk the blue line so well. Like that's actually really, that's a good skill. Yep. Like, yeah. Um, honestly, because we've been working with uh, defensemen that aren't, um, who are otherwise excellent, are just not good on the power play for so long. Mm-hmm. Yep. yep. Um, and I, up, up to and including, like you know, Matt, even McAvoy is unspecial on the power play. Yeah. His power play play to play would be second unit on most. If there, if there was someone better, and Grizz just never became that guy at all, right? <laughs> no, they've been running like two defensemen on the power plays. At least the first unit. Or was it the second unit? Second unit. Second unit. Because, okay, because then you're getting ready to go into, like, regular mode. So I seem to remember uh, Lindholm and Shattenkirk on the ice together. At least I saw that in the Preds game. I don't know if that was something I've seen in games since. But... I think you know. a, a line breakdown I saw before last night's game had something about gr- being uh, Grizz and Lindholm for... Uh for it but yeah it could be the base you know but the guy the guys that don't handle the puck like it's a grenade right we haven't had tory krug in several years now and that was kind of his thing yeah it was tory, very his thing tory krug had the skating that you need the uh the vision the passing ability and the shot like connor clifton in my opinion had a way better shot than uh tory uh krug but didn't have the the skill set to really t- to pass. I know it sounds silly, but y- you got to be able to do all three if you're a defenseman on the power play. In a way, I wish that Tory Krug had found a way to stay here with less term than he wanted. I mean, but even already, like maybe it's just, maybe it's the setting and him being expected to be expecting to carry more than he's supposed to. It hasn't gone well in in, in St. Louis. And I, I can't decide whether we dodged a bullet or not. <laughs> I think he would have been better here because this is a system he grew up in. Grew up in, I say in quotation marks, but uh, and we, we know how to manage him in this system. But he was even having the injury bug here too mm-hmm. because 2020, before the everything was shut down, he and Carlo were both out, mm-hmm. you know, um, for a pretty long time. And, you know, he's a smaller player. Mm-hmm. That's going to happen. And I, I never quite know if players play super hard and get injured or if they're just injury prone. I mean, I think in hockey, I think it's more of a playing hard thing usually. So, but I just, I don't know. I mean, I don't want to sit here. If you and- start injuring the same thing over and over again, then you're injury prone. If it's, I've never really bought, bought it beyond that. It's like, okay, yeah, okay, you, you, you. A guy got a concussion one year, a sprained ankle another year, and then and then a back injury a year after that. Guy may have had three injuries in three years, maybe a significant time, but none of them are related to each other at all, right? That's true, but then I think about football, and it's a little bit different because <laughs> Jimmy G is out yet again for the, the Raiders, and he had problems with the 49ers with staying uninjured. He had problems with the Patriots staying uninjured. He could have the best offensive line in football, which he kind of did with the Patriots. 
and uh, he kept getting injured and be he would be out for weeks at a time. It's hard if you're the starter to maintain your position in that way. I, I think that some people are injury prone. It's not always the same injury again and again. But I think that other players, you know, either that or he just pissed off a wizard. There's a lot of that going around. <laughs> I don't want to have the revisionist history thing. We've done that a couple of times uh, now, a uh, couple episodes in a row. But let's get back to this Kings game. They Bruins won four to two. That's great. And the Bruins really just seemed to handle the Kings. Like it, this was like their first test. And it was a good test and it was fine and they won and everything was good. Pasta's first goal was on the on the power play. Uh assisted by Marshy and JVR. That was JVR's first assist. Cause he's just been scoring <laughs> goals. <laughs> it's kind of what he does, really. Yeah. It's he's not a full on Cy Young guy, but you know, that's sort of his ratio. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, it's fine. Look, I'm happy that JVR is here. He's got a good net front presence, which is what I said a couple episodes ago. And then, um, you know, uh, I'm glad Shattenkirk's here, too. They they both have experience. They're both wicked cheap. That's fine. You know, I I wasn't crazy about the signings before because it's kind of hard to get crazy about both of them in a way. I mean, like both of them, like, were like objectively good signings at the time, but they're also not ones you get excited about. Right. Exactly. Right. Mm-hmm. I like, mean, oh, well, that's a good work, John. Good work, Donnie. Yeah. <laughs> I think that a lot of it was tempering the loss of of Bergeron and then Krejci. Yeah, we, we knew Krejci was definitely going to go, but the Bergeron one. So it's it's OK. You know, even going to the Preds game, I did not cry not seeing Bergy. But then then again, I kind of walked in like three quarters of the way through the first period because boston traffic fucking sucks just gonna say it it's still weird that martian's the captain like it i like i like it i want more people's heads to explode (laughs) we've had not sufficient head exploding from everybody about this yeah there has been like none of that Instead, we're getting the shit from fans where it's like, oh, your poverty franchise, whatever the fuck that means, because you guys lost in the first round last year or, oh, you were on fire and then you were the dumpster. And it's like, what did your team do last year? Please. Did they win the cup? Then shut the fuck up. Mm-hmm. Oh, your team was a dumpster the whole year and didn't make the playoffs. Then I think you can shut the fuck up. Sorry, I'm a little, a little reactive today. Trying not to be that way. I've sworn more today than I have in like the last week. Okay. Back to that Kings game. Of course, we let in the first NHL goal by a player on the Kings. Because we had to do it for Connor Bedard. And we had to do it for uh, Laferriere. Laferriere, whatever his name is. He, I, first first NHL goal. I think that's the it's a it's a generosity thing. The Bruins they they want to see the they might they want they want to make Here the you kids go, happy. Rook. Here you go, Rook. Yeah, they want to make the kids <laughs> happy. <laughs> yep. You know, like you know, Wu Tang, it's for the kids. Boston Bruins, it's for the kids. Yep. It, here you can have this. We're not guaranteeing you another one. Mm-hmm. 
Okay. Uh, I think that's what it is. It's very much even uh, Chanel on Twitter said, if you're a person who's looking to score your first NHL goal, or you haven't scored in a long time, look for when the Bruins are coming to, uh, to your town Mm -hmm. and then you'll get it. (laughs) So uh, yeah. So basically tied game, you know, six twenty eight into the, the second period. And then, Morgan Kiki got a goal and it was Geek squad. I loved that goal. Okay. I'm going to tell you why, because it was this like sequence and cycling and all this beautiful stuff. So forward, you know, takes a shot on goal. It gets rebounded out. And, and Maddie Potts gets the, gets the puck, sends it right back to, to uh forward who then again takes a shot on goal it bounces off of Lucic's leg. Mm. Okay. Lucic's leg. Lucic's leg. There we go. Mm. Bounces off his leg. Goes right to Geeky and Geeky just slaps it in. Perfect. It's just so fun. Just, I just love that whole sequence. It was so fun. I, it was great. And good to see Geeky get on the, on the scoreboard there um, with assists from two former Kings. Ha. <laughs> Forbert just saying like, hey, look, remember when I played for you guys and I didn't really do anything? I was, I did so little that you guys just had a thank you, Derek Forbert. You didn't have a highlight reel when I came back <laughs> the first time. <laughs> well, here we go. 48 seconds later, Marshan scored his second goal of the season. So lovely to see. I love it when Marshy turns it on. I can't tell you much of that goal. I, I apparently didn't a, really look at it. It was Poston. Yeah, two point nine for Forbes. That's uh, love there it. Was that time, there was that time he scored two goals, but well, it, and he scored like the most shorthanded goals he'd ever scored, ever. I think it was just goals year. in general. Well, anyway, <laughs> he led in like shorthand goals last year, so <laughs> we didn't have too many. Anyway. Uh yeah, and then in third, basically Marshan puts it away. Uh was that an empty netter? I don't know. But basically, Freddie kind of screwed us out of a perfect pa- uh penalty kill. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, earlier in the game, Freddie and uh Andreas England got into a, a fight, which I thought was entertaining. So did Brad. Brad thought it was great to watch one of his children go out there and beat somebody else up they were both leaking they both went to the box for five minutes it was great and then late in the third freddie's like i'm gonna cross check you and he cross checks england again and uh they called it a major to start which i was like whoa okay i don't understand why this is happening but then they you know so they could review it they downgraded it to a minor but it was just enough that the bruins just their PK just let it in. It's really sad. Swayman was still 941 on the night. So you can't really complain too much. You know, we, we know that the, the defense has to come up big. The defense and goaltending have to come up big for the Bruins right now while they're trying to figure out the forwards. And they are. By by and large, they're doing mm-hmm. their job. So it's it's great. Our defensive studs for this game. McAvoy, 26-39. And Forbert, 22-20. Because of the, the PK time. Yep, 
Yep. And also, uh, yeah, because, um, oh, yeah, the, the Bruins had six penalties. They took six penalties other than the fighting penalty. So that's fun. Um, but uh, basically the power play, uh, one for six for L.A., one for four for Boston. Not a terrible night. Uh, Matty Potts on the dot. Overall, he was 50%, which was better. Oh, wait a minute. That was five and five. Four and four. With the four and four numbers, he was 45%. So not so bad. But <laughs> there's last night's game against the Ducks. I only watched the highlights of that game. You know what? That's fine. Because Good. I'm sure that there were things that happened during the first and second period. People said, oh, well, you know, there were good things that happened, but there was no scoring. So all sorts of good things can happen, but it it really, if you're still tied 0-0, zero, zero, what the hell? What is it about Canada that they have all these McTavishes? <laughs> um, when uh, the, uh, the Highland clearances happened in Scotland, uh, a lot of, 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 of Scots in general moved to Canada, but I don't know. Okay. <laughs> I mean, like, I'd see drowning it. I'm in, in, in Nova Scotia, and, like, you know, it's like every third person's a McKinnon, a McLean, a McDonald, a McGinnis of four or five different spellings of McGinnis, incidentally. Um, <laughs> wow, that's amazing. I mean, I can imagine some with one S and then some with one N and then some with an MAC. And some then are some Mac, a... some are Mick. Um, yep. uh, um, uh, there are some that are MAG. Yeah. Oh, mm. because my husband's alternate, an alternate spelling of his last name is an M-A-G, uh, although they're Irish. So, but Irish, Scottish, as Daniel Slaw says, they basically come from the same place and they both hate England, uh, England as much as each other. So <laughs> I'm one of those, uh, I, I do have Scottish heritage in my family. But we don't have a Mac. We're just a name, Lydy, L-I-D-I-E. And there are other Scottish people in my family that I have no idea what their names are. Or even if like, you know, it's like there were marriages and stuff. So you can be still Scottish, but, you know, whatever. But I am now 30% Germanic peoples, according to the latest update in their calculations. So I'm 50% scandinavian and german oh very white (laughs) the whitest of white oh my god i know so anyway anyway let's get back to um to to things so yeah they had a mctavish score their first goal last night there were a lot of players on the ducks that i'm like who who i think they got a lot of rookies playing (laughs) apparently yeah and and here's the thing. It never dawned on me until like last night, but I'm like, isn't it funny that they have a guy on their team named Fowler? Ducks Fowler. Oh. F-O-W-L. Yeah. yeah. That's good. I never realized it until like last night. I I think I always knew there was something there, but I just never really put it together. But last night was the Maddie Potts show. Oh my God. That kid had a coming out party. He, he um, uh, 
yeah, he, he you you can't say enough about how he responded to this apparent to his, his quiet game in the in, in against the Sharks. Yep. I mean, and because a, that geeky goal had had his uh, fingerprints all over it too, even though we yep. didn't get a point on it, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> right. If it, it had not bounced off of Luch, if if Luch weren't there, and you know, I mean, he is kind of integral because it bounced off of him. But if it didn't bounce off Luch, or you didn't count an assist for it bouncing off of a person, then pa- uh, Matthew Patra would have the assist on that. Yeah, he would have had the secondary. I mean, he did have he did get a first assist on the the first goal of the year, didn't he? Yeah, yeah. So and that was a smart play, shooting it over to Carlo, who shot it on goal, and it was JVR who I think got the credit for that. So that's good. However, you get the points doesn't matter. Let's just get them. But Manny Potts last night, just in front of the net, in the right spot, doing the right thing, and not once but twice. He's a, he's he's not a big fella, so that's brave too. Then, yeah, and he got a haircut in between. Maybe it was the haircut. I don't know. I I, I played better after getting my haircut. See, all this hair we we mm-hmm. put all of this stuff in the hair, but you know he got his haircut and yeah. two goals. You know they even asked him if the haircut might have helped him. He's like, I don't know, maybe maybe his haircut. <laughs> anyway, so yeah, assists there from. Geeky and Mitchell on the first one. Uh. Yeah, so basically, Geeky was skating. He was basically almost overshooting the goal. Just hucks the 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 uh, puck back to to uh, Maddie Potts and and, pot, and he just pots the goal. Ooh, he pots the goal. Ooh, yeah. So that was great. And then the second one was like basically McAvoy making that play. To get the uh, the puck in the right position, it I think it deflects off the uh, goaltender, and then he pots the 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 goal again. <laughs> um, uh, DeBrusk had the primary assist yep. there. So oh, he had the primary. Oh, I thought it was McAvoy. Oh, I got it. Yeah, I'm reading it wrong. Okay, yeah. Anyway, yeah. <laughs> just turn it around. Okay, so there you go. But regardless, he got two goals, two goals within not quite four minutes. 51 three yeah three goal uh three minutes and 51 seconds yeah so regardless two goals he not just one but two it was so exciting which uh puts him he's got you know three points now in five games so he's uh, fourth in the team in scoring behind the usual suspects in jvr <laughs> yes 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 okay so i mean he's just tied with coil and mcavoy so so charlie's plus uh plus maddie potts uh, oh Yes. Nice. Uh he was also the number one star last night, according to the thing on the, the NHL play page. I mean, you know, you score two goals, you, you you tend to get that distinction. Yes. 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 So uh Marshy wrapped up with an empty netter. Maddie Potts was like forty two percent overall on face offs. Mm-hmm. But two goals. Isn't <laughs> it? <laughs> um yeah so like man how could you not be happy for the kid how could you not be happy for him but now we are five games in we have four games left before is it if he plays the ninth game then the entry level plays the 10 he can play nine games before getting so sent down and it's play not be up for right so right i i have to imagine particularly if it's looking borderline he 
sit somewhere around game seven to watch from watch from above because I do think he'd probably benefit from that regardless of the outcome. Just you know, reflection time and so forth. But I don't think he's gonna get, I don't think he's going to get sent down. I don't think he gets sent down for for two reasons, and both of them combined are huge. Okay. Number one, he's good. He, he mm-hmm. has the talent. And number two, who else are you going to get to play center uh, with that cap? I was going to say, I'm moving two games of Patrick Brown. I don't think anyone wants to see more Patrick Brown. Right. Uh, you can theoretically put Geeky over at center, center, can't we? We can. It's just... But then you need to come up with another, another decent uh, winger and like... Like, None of the other wingers in camp really like made a case for themselves that okay, I can finally sign Heinen, but whatever that's that's basically it. Um that Maddie Potts making the team for very obvious and very cap reasons really helped the Bruins. Like honestly, like right off the bat, I'm just thinking it's like how fortunate are they that 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 that, that Potts and uh, and Beecher were uh ready. Mm-hmm. Ready. Yep. I think that Matty Potts is in the good areas. I mean, it, 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 he he seems to know where to be on the ice in lots of situations. He definitely knows how to go behind the net and get pucks from back there and move them along. Johnny Beecher is a lot of fun on that fourth line. I mean, like he's 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 moved so fast for a big dude. Like, do you think how many players look look all like, oh crap? Like, 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 it must take a lot of restraint for him not to like hit like Scott Stevens because he's a bus. <laughs> <laughs> and as he went to the box, uh, as we uh, noted last week, he he was like first one <laughs> when he had the first bite. So, uh, I it, it's fun to have this injection of youth and still win. Yeah. I don't want to see uh, Matty Potts be sent down. I don't want to see anybody be sent down unless they really need to be. I don't really want to watch Patrick Brown. No, I mean, I want to see Patrick Brown sent down. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. If you send him down, like I. Um, you send him I, down, you sign Heinen for, for league men. He's your, actually, he, he's your, he's 13 forward. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. Because basically that's, that's the thing right there. It's like they, haven't had enough money to scrape up together to to sign Heinen yet, unless they've been doing some paper track transactions. Well, here's the thing: is like they could have after the season started, they could have pretty much right then and there and just not called up Brown. But I guess they're also probably waiting on seeing making a decision on uh, on on, on uh, Maddie Potts there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that seems to be the the consensus. Because, like, you know, I mean, they're not necessarily, they're not committed, committed if they go past nine games. And this has been lost in the discussion. A couple of years ago, even Friedman kept saying that a lot of teams are more concerned about 42 games. That's when you, that's when the year counts to it. That counts to a, a year accrued towards UFA. Yeah. Oh, right. Okay. So if you play, if kid, kid plays 41 games and then gets sent back to junior, they still won't go UFA until 27. Hmm. he plays more than that regardless of whether he gets sent down at that point or not 26 oh it's, it's an accrued it counts as an accrued year of service so did pasta reach you i mean he's never really reached ufa but he could have been a ufa at 26 um you well yeah because that was when he was signing his new contracts too right so yeah 
Like I'm just going to bring it up to see what he, how many games he played that first season, but I think it was enough to uh, 45. I'm just shooting in the dark here. If, if, if that's the number, 46. I'm... Damn, I'm I'm, I'm close. <laughs> I regret I regret none of that because I remembered seeing him in Providence and thinking he's not going to be down in Providence for very long. So I was so happy when they signed him, and I know that there were concerns, but it was just like let the kid play. Like, like it's I don't it's debatable whether he was really ready. If you look at his scoring, twenty six, seven points in forty six, okay, twenty six and fifty one. Then his first real full season plays seventy five games, seven jumps to seventy points, and never looks back except for the season that didn't have that many games. <laughs> I regret nothing. <laughs> you know why? Because Pasta made that season fun. Mm-hmm. And oh, that season was just. I don't even understand that season in retrospect. It's like the team wasn't that enormously different from the one that had the previous spring. It just didn't have any juice. Yep. Yep. It's okay. I was excited <laughs> to see pasta. I'm always excited to see pasta. I grew up watching pasta. <laughs> <laughs> it's his 10th season, man. I can't. That's crazy. He. He's such an adorable man child. I just, I can't. I just, I just, we're so lucky. We're so lucky, man. What has he got? He's got like five goals in five games. Yeah, he didn't score last night. Yeah, he's got five goals and three assists in five games. That's still pretty good. I won't hold it against him. pretty all right. Yeah, yeah. So I told Glenn that had he gone to the Preds game, Pasta would have scored a hat trick for him. And then you'd be buying your husband another hat. Another hat. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But that's not what happened. We Instead, we bought Kate a new jersey. So it all worked out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. So your defensive studs. Did I go through this for this game? Uh, oh, Mark, by the way, was, uh, you know, because it was a 3-1 win. Uh, he was uh, 968. <laughs> just so gaudy defensive studs lindholm 27 38 in a return to his his second return to his old team mcavoy 24 57 and to round out the 20s carlo was 21 16 now i did speaking of, of time on ice when i looked at the athletic this morning maybe i should bring it up to be sure that i they remember this correctly some of these uh some, there were some players with some really, really, really low time on ice. Oh, yes. Yes, yes, yes. Like, 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 bizarrely low. Yep. Uh, let's see. Beecher, oh. 750. Beecher, 753. Patrick Brown, 817. Not to say 17 too much, but you know. Lauco, 17 too much? Is that what you just said? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Lauco, 953. On the forwards, and then, oh, and Mitchell in nine fifty nine. But you had Zaka at twenty thirty two, and uh, Marshan was nineteen thirty nine. And get this, Geeky eighteen thirty five. I guess he was on the line with Pasta, right? I mean, with Marshy, right? But yeah, like, but basically, they didn't use the fourth line. Well, or or last night. Well, they didn't have Luch because Luch got hurt in practice. Right. So oh, had... so Beto Brown got thrown in without having actually been prepared to play to yeah. play that night, I guess. Um, yeah. yeah, well, Luch uh, almost suited up, he, but he just he couldn't 
he took like two or three laps in warmups and yeah. yeah. So like yeah, Not Brown worth got, it. got th- Brown got thrown in at the last possible second. Yeah. Yep. And and uh, Forbert was out. Yeah, because they wanted Shattenkirk back in. No, um, no, he no, no. Forbert was apparently dealing with something too. I thought. Mm. Oh, was he? I didn't yeah. hear that. Okay. Yeah. So, yeah, Ian Ian Mitchell doesn't look like an NHLer. No. No, I mean, like it was. He had a good camp, but you know, so did so did Riley Walsh. Give him a shot here. I mean, it's all this. It's it's all filler at that spot at that roster spot anyway. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, you can always bring Zaboral back up. You know what you got there, but yep, yep, you could do that. And uh, just remember that Connor Clifton isn't doing so great in in Buffalo. So, oh, that he isn't so. No, he's not. He's a minus six in five games. I know that doesn't tell you the whole story, but that's not good. Mm. I mean, his best games seem to have been the first game versus the Rangers and the third game against the the Lightning, where he was just even. And he's playing anywhere from 15 to almost 19 minutes a night. Okay. Yeah, they're giving him too much there. He's getting caved mm. in. Yeah. He'd probably be doing better with the Bruins, but after that birthday game, I did not want to see him again. It was his birthday, Krejci's mm-hmm. birthday, and then yeah. he shat the bed. Okay, so I didn't know that Forbert was dealing with something. Okay, well, hopefully Forbes has a uh, has had a, a day to, to recover and can come back tomorrow against the Blackhawks, but I don't know. The big problem with the, the uh, Bruins, I think, Obviously, in the la- in the five games, has been penalties taking so many penalties. Like last night was actually pretty good for them because they only seemed to have taken three that really bit them in the butt, and it was they were the Ducks did not convert any of those power plays. So it looks like Bruins had four power. Oh yeah, they went four and four once. Okay, yeah, so they did take four penalties. And it didn't hurt them, but they can't keep taking all these penalties. It's just bad. There's nothing I can really say about that. I, I can't tell them how to not take penalties. It's like telling people to shoot. You guys should just figure it out. Yeah. <laughs> like they've been all over the road. At least it hasn't been all like like a lot of little shitty ticky tack stick work and stuff. But like it's been a lot of that, too. Yeah. Well, I mean, the Preds game was the worst one, I think. Just so many penalties that were just like, Lindholm, you know that's interference. You know it's going to get called. You you can't keep high-sticking people. Sometimes you can't help it, but sometimes you can. Thankfully, all those penalties were against the Predators, who might have the worst power play in the NHL of all time. All right. Yeah, uh, Yeah, they were bad. They were bad. And guess what? You know, I know we haven't played them yet, but the Mild, yes, I'm calling them the Mild Mm. again. They have a bad defense. Like, really bad. Like, the coach was called out on how bad their defense was. Dang so, I can't wait to play them. I mean, they got beat by the Columbus Blue Jackets yeah. the other night. I can't wait till uh, Pasternak plays the Flyers because he just gets hat-tricks against them. <laughs> <laughs> Not looking forward to Joel Farabee. Don't like him. Mm. Bruins killer. Yeah. No. But looking forward to Pasta playing them because Hattrick City. Yes. You know? Uh, and speaking of just teams and weird stuff, uh, 
Kane's defense is not good right now. <laughs> it's um, it's really something else. Um, when yeah, Orlov and former Flyer, also former Hurricane. Thank you. Are uh, your third pairing, which is, should be a really good third pairing. That like you should not be allowing five goals a game. I mean, like TDA is in fact the worst defensive player in the league. Yes, mm. yes. Um, um, almost every chart maker shows this. It's right now. Not defend. Not not worst defenseman. Worst defensive player. They <laughs> should at least like. Oh, he's just really good in the in the in the offensive zone. Should he ever have the puck there? <laughs> on Saturday, they were talking about it on the hockey show. Again, I'm going to use plus minus. It is not the whole story. and But I think for defensemen, it does say something. Okay. TDA was minus five. Orlov was minus 10. You hate to see it, as I say with a smile. I will see what they are doing now. I'm going to. I don't, I don't know why. I am specifically rooting against Orlov this year. Because he rejected us. I, there was no. no I mean, but no, no, there was yeah. no, there was no negotiation there. There was nothing to be had. He knew yeah. it too. But with that said, yeah, he's he's former Bruin enemy number one for me. He's a pure. You know what? You know what? He came in. He did. He, he did his thing. Fine. Padded his numbers. Like I'm sure the man guy. The, the man got an extra million based on based on that um uh, that run at the end of the regular season. You know. And- Oh, I yeah. just hate I hate the hurricanes. Yeah. Oh, God. Yeah, you're okay, immersed in you it. Go. I understand. It's sort of like yeah. why sometimes I hate the Leafs more than even more than the Habs. Like, right. Just tired of them. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, um, Orlov, when he when the thought was he was going to try to go back to the Capitals, I was like, oh, okay, I understand that. But then when he ended up with the Canes, I was like, oh, please. Okay, so six games played, two assists for him, and minus ten. That's Orlov. Six games, three points for D'Angelo. Only they're all just assists, and he is minus six. Mm. He's got 12 penalty minutes. Probably all of them because he's an asshole. But yeah, there you go. Oh my God, Brendan Lemieux on this team? I know, right? Oh God. Uh, now I need Wait. to look at this. Lemieux on the Canes now? Yeah, yeah. they signed him this summer. God! Fuck the Canes and Michael Bunting is on them too. Oh, it's just, 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 no, he's 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 a, he's he's a bit of a fucker. Okay, yeah, this team is really unlikable. Yeah, like, man, I, how can you like this team? You've got a racist. You've got whatever Michael Bunting is, just a dick, and then uh, Brendan Lemieux. Ugh. What Gross. does Brendan Lemieux do correctly? I assume he keeps getting jobs because his dad's a lot of players' agents, and a lot of GMs want to keep on want to keep on Claude's good side. Mm-hmm. That's he's Actually, now. Agent. I have to do some research, find out find out how many players represented by Claude were on, played for teams that uh that he that that Brendan was on. Okay, okay, because I was going to say that he is definitely uh, Lindholm's agent. I know that, but he's uh, not. I'm just thinking like he played if he maybe maybe GMs gave him a job hoping that close. So you're you looking know. for the rags and the kings and, and now the canes, yeah. Yeah. Those are the primary ones. I mean, sometimes finding who was who, he on who, the who, Jets? 
He was, yeah, he was drafted by by the by the by Buffalo. Refused to play there. Was traded to the Jets in the Kane tire the Myers trade, and then was uh went to the Rags in the Kevin Hayes trade. And Kings traded to the Flyers. Now he's with the Hurricanes. He was with the Kings there for a little bit. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Was with the Flyers. I missed that. Uh, uh, trade deadline. Uh, oh, he was I mean, traded there. Yeah, for somebody else. <laughs> I mean, he's you know, he's he's. I'm actually looking at his stats now. He's he his most games played in one season is 59. Hmm. He's kind of an idiot. Yeah. So I I think he's been suspended and he gets himself hurt. Hmm. So, I mean, that that's basically all I can think of. It's like, oh, he's kind of like an idiot. <laughs> I don't know. But that Canes team, fuck them. And uh, I mean, just they are the very... In general, it doesn't even need yeah. to be the specific one. They've just, they just leaned into it. Yeah, that I don't like it. I don't like it. No, I do not. I don't think there's any real pieces of news with the Bruins right now. Yeah. Nothing really going on. We're um, we're we're on the Matty Potts watch. It's really about it. I mean, yep. So why don't we talk about some games that are coming up? Okay, so okay, so they play a rematch against the Ducks because everyone wanted that <laughs> <laughs> at home on uh, Thursday. It's uh, that's uh, October twenty sixth, and follow that up on uh, the twenty eighth. Also at home, they've changed the schedule and made it really. This used to be easier. There's more contrast. Now it's just the border. What the fuck? Yeah, is this? you have to look to see if it says <laughs> tickets or an airplane. It's so dumb. Yeah, there is a, a, a faint gold out border on the home game tiles. Okay, as well, well but they used to be like straight up yellow. They used to be straight up gold. It was nice and easy, right? Like, what the fuck is this? All right, I can't work under these conditions. Um. Anyway, no. Uh, <laughs> So then they play the Red Wings on Saturday, the 28th, 7 p.m. Eastern time, also at the Garden. I think that's going to be their first real test. Uh, second their real test. I Wings mean. are on a roll right now. I don't they think are. they're real, but they're on a roll right now. <laughs> it's a test nonetheless. Mm-hmm. There we go. Um, They followed that up on 30th. And this one, there might be some blood. Uh, I'd say there'd be some blood, but so much for both rosters has changed. The Cats. Mm. on monday october 30th (laughs) one i'm going to that game because it's the last home game before halloween and it's tradition that ben's ben explains the halloween music for me oh cool even though i know he and tj plays spooky music in between the periods and i am here for hearing some sisters of mercy Mm. yes and Okay, so that's that's a long way around it. But let me tell you about the, the Panthers right now. This is what I know, okay? They're not doing so hot. They have reworked their team a little bit, but also they have Aaron Ekblad and Brendan Montour out until at least sometime next month, maybe even December. So part of their defense is... And they did get rid of Mark Stahl. He's now on the Flyers, but who really cares? So and it's like, you know, Bobrovsky's always at any given moment a risk of turning back into a pumpkin. That's right. 
That's right. And Rodko Gudas, we saw him last night with the Ducks. So they their defense is very different right now than it used to be. And it's probably full of holes. So, you know, I mean, as long like- as you can control Matt Kachuk. So there's no. there's one guy that's still there. It's like yeah. the, Matt Kachuk remains Matt Kachuk. So yeah. <laughs> Did you see the uh footage that they had during uh I guess the uh the NHL player stuff in, in Vegas this year? They had both Kachuks there and they had them facing off against each other, and it was just a like this like shit show that Brady Kachuk won. <laughs> Sorry, I got distracted. I finally brought up the, the depth Panthers some defensive depth chart. And um there's a bunch of guys that might look, who the fuck is that? And yet Mike Riley has not gotten into a game because of all these who the fuck is that's are playing instead. Damn. Wow, because they made a point of signing him. Yeah, we got Gustav Forsling, okay, OEL. Nico Mikola. That's where OEL is now? Yeah. Was he? Where where did he go after Can, uh, the Canucks? Canucks bought him out last spring. Oh, okay. Um, so we have Nikola Dmitry Kulikov, who's played who who apparently who's is, is a really like top rung um uh, guy for for Paktoku, incidentally. Oh, okay. Hmm. Like probably the most useful current player there is, besides Halak, who's only sort of a current player now. <laughs> oh, he hasn't actually retired. Okay. Anyway, Josh Mahura, okay, he played it in the playoffs last year, fine. And Uvis Belenskis, hey, a Latvian, cool. Yay! Or, or some Latvians, I should say. I'm 1% Latvian. <laughs> anyway, so that was a lot of who's and a lot of oh, hims. And Mike Riley apparently can't break the field of um uh, of who's and oh, hims. Is Poor it Mike. like, is he injured? Is he cursed? He did wear six. Yeah, it's not a good idea. <laughs> no, it's not. Low rise should stop wearing that number. It's like they like, do, 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 put, 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 put the Corvo down, man. Put the Corvo down. Yeah. And Lorai <laughs> won't play in the NHL till he changes his number. Yeah, you got to change it. I mean, nobody should wear six on the Bruins ever. So it's just a bad idea. So. I guess I'm going to have to go down to Providence. I'm going to have to run into that kid and Dino's. I'm just going to be like, look, dude, change your number. Six is a cursed number. And the Bruins. You, you, you can't wear this on this roster. Look, 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 look who has worn this number on this roster. It's It just doesn't work out well. Please don't do it. We love you. Don't do it. Okay. Yeah. Um. So, yeah, the Panthers look a, a lot different in a lot of ways. And uh, so that game is going to be interesting. I'm not sure what it's going to be but it's going to be interesting oh good point yeah, well, plus the game yeah oh yeah so they also thursday that's uh on that's november 2nd uh 7 30 p.m eastern time the last game of this homestand it's the leafs Ooh. yeah and um incidentally the leafs have been having quite a bit of buyer's remorse about all of their big all of their big purchases last year like a lot of leafs fans including bertuzzi yeah, he's not having a good time. He's not having a good start. No, no, he's, he's been having a better start than Klingberg or Domi, but like, um, he's also a better player than they are. So, Klingberg, isn't he just washed? 
He's the idea there was that he would probably be good for their power play because he's still like reasonably like offensively like, capable. He's just utterly useless in his own zone, but not mm. so good offensively, like say Tony D'Angelo to make up for that. I mean, he signed a one-year deal with the Ducks last year, and the Ducks didn't ret- retain him. I mean, they also they they traded him to to Minnesota. Oh yeah, oh yeah. That's why they didn't retain him. Yeah. Yeah, that didn't really work out. Well, um, I'm happy for the Leafs. You know, I think um, for a better explanation of the whole Bertuzzi thing and why it was actually probably a good thing that the Bruins didn't sign him, I will tell you to listen to the Hockey Show podcast from this past weekend when Ty Anderson went into it in in pretty good depth. Because his he said that, uh, I'll just, too long didn't read it for you he basically was like if your idea was that Bertuzzi works so well with pasta well think about pasta the player because pasta works pretty well with everybody Mm. pasta is like he's a he's a he's a playmaker he's a scorer it's he's you know if you get him the puck he's going to work magic i was like he 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 turned howla into a plausible second line center that's what he that was one of the examples he came up yeah. with. and then howla had a pretty good year last year with the uh the devils so that's good hi tuka i actually showed your face to them this time instead of just your butt nope but there's the butt well i mean we oh, i only see the tail so it's fine i don't have to see the butt butt i mean a uh... lot of people have seen this cat's asshole but <laughs> this is, you know, like anyone that owns a cat, a lot of their all of their coworkers have seen an awful lot of their cat's asshole. Yeah, <laughs> because of yep. COVID. <laughs> yep, yep. Well, I had Boomer here in the office earlier when I was doing prep for this show, and Boomer just decided he was going to lay a couple stinkers in here, and Ooh. oh my god, I thought I was going to die. I think it was jumping onto the couch earlier and like fired off like like a, like a straight up toot. It's like, are you serious? When do dog farts farts make that sound? (laughs) (laughs) Every once in a while, I'll just hear a little squeal and then the scent comes. I'm like, oh, okay. But he's not here right now. I'm also not used to it because Mika's not generally a terribly flatulent dog. She's been gassier of late because the amount of of human food she gets, well, it's actually been going back down again. The baby has been tidier. Reminds me of a commercial I saw where a father was like, okay, I got to, you know, he, he's just fed his daughter and his daughter has everything all over her face. Right. And then he's like, oh, okay. I got to go get the wipes in the other room to clean you up. And he, he's steps out of the room for like two seconds and he comes back and the dog is licking their, their whole mouth and the baby's face is relatively clean. And he's like, that works. <laughs> Have you done that, uh, Daddy? I, 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 Jeff? Have, I have not. Um... I'm surprised that you're not just like here. <laughs> I'd be a dead man. <laughs> oh, okay. Well, we won't get into that anymore. We, good job you didn't do that. Aww. Oh, <laughs> my goodness. That's a diaper on his head because my brother's hilarious. <laughs> I mean, he isn't even out of the initial woods yet. So right now his mind's broken. That's fair. Yeah. He's having a good time. How old is your nephew now? 
three months. Oh wow. Okay. Okay. Never mind. Your 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 brother and your your brother and your sister in law's brains might be starting to work normal again. Did they ever work normal? Yeah. For them, by their yeah. standards. I mean, she's a PhD, and uh, and he his brother is a car guy. Mm-hmm. My, did I tell you guys my brother uh, quit his job? Yep. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yep. Started his own business. Mm-hmm. Yep. So, and to also be a stay-at-home dad at the same time. Nice. Mm-hmm. Nice. Um, you may find him boom both of those at the same time is uh, impossible. So, what he'll what he's been doing his he works on cars. Oscar hangs out in the garage uh, uh, garage with him. We'll we'll sleep. Then he'll work. Chubby will work for like two hours straight. Take him for a walk, uh, as as they put it. Then give him the boob, but you know he passes <laughs> Oscar off for that. It doesn't work so well for him. Yeah, and then Oscar goes for a nap. He works him. He brings him down to the garage. You know, puts him in the automatic rocker, and that's what he's been doing. Okay, he's a good napper. That's he. That's uh, yeah, he he naps. That's that's some. Um, it's key. Yeah, that 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 would be nice. That would have been nice. <laughs> that would have been real nice. I have to tell you that my my experience, because I do have lots of nieces and nephews, and um, I have taken care of almost all of them since when they when they were infants and toddlers and stuff. I always found that the boys slept better than the girls because hmm. girls, like for some reason, they're just like, I don't have time for this napping business. I I got things to do. I got to find out what this thing is. And then what are those other things over there? <laughs> and then I got to take a big dump. <laughs> they, they, uh, Joby and Becky did text the family thread. They, they showed a nice, beautiful picture of Oscar. Just got, just took a bath. <laughs> I'm, I'm catching up on the thread. They said, well, that lasted five minutes. He just shit himself. <laughs> I mean, they didn't shit the tub. Yeah, this is true. Yeah. Really luck that up. Maddie only ever did that once, and it was on her first birthday. Oh, oh. she had an audience. When she had an audience, because grandmas were doing it, were doing giving her the bath. <laughs> Your kid has a sense of humor. <laughs> She's a sassy little fucker. Yeah. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> I can't wait till she says the F word back to you. That's going to be fun. <laughs> it's going to be uh, probably going to happen much earlier than anyone's going to be willing to forgive me for. <laughs> That's great. Oh, yeah. If if I had a kid, that poor kid would be hearing. I got a mouth like a sailor. I really do. I, I, I try I, I better than I was, but that, that's, uh, that's not saying a lot. And I was also telling... Um, who was I telling the other day? I think it was Mandy. It was uh, we were looking at albums, you know, vinyl, and uh, I came up uh, across a Grand Funk Railroad album. I said, "Oh my God, my brothers were so into Grand Funk Railroad." But when I was a little kid, I didn't say Grand Funk Railroad because that's hard. I said Grand Fuck. Yeah. <laughs> Yo, I never tell you that I was. I'll tell you, I was reading a, 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 a journal article on, uh, on some, some 
on geology, South American geology. And one of the references, and of course, in, in scientific literature, it's all in-text. It's not, uh, it's not footnotes. Do, 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 parentheses, e.g., fuck et al. What? Look back to the reference list. And yeah. Oh. It's this um, um, uh, Brazilian geologist with the last name Fuck, F-U-C-K. <laughs> well, you know, there is an Austrian town called Fucking. Anyway, like uh, one of my office mates, like got super obsessed with it, burned like the entire rest of his day, went to the library, made an interlibrary loan request to get a copy of one of this, guy, this guy's paper, oh, papers. They were all out of quite older, specifically so we could come up with an excuse to cite it. <laughs> Naughty geologist boys. Our supervisor wasn't pleased with them because they had no place there. <laughs> when she first saw it, it's like the first reading is like, "What are you doing, Sean? What, what, what the hell is this? What the? What the uh, I, love <laughs> I love it! I love it! I love it! I love it! All right, all right. So I we've talked about the games. We've talked about a schedule. Um, we talked about other stuff. I think it's probably time to wrap it up, boys. Don't you think? Uh, yeah. So uh, you've been listening, barely on topic. You can uh, find us on wherever your favorite podcasts are found. Mm-hmm. Um, you can uh, follow us on I'm not calling it that I'm still saying Twitter it's Twitter it's still the Baltimore Colts you know let's just <laughs> it's fine go Thrashers <laughs> Thrashers yeah don't know what other team I really like the, the, Fe- the and the Phoenix Coyotes oh <laughs> Oh yeah, they did. Yeah. Anyway, now are you to follow us on on Twitter? Yeah, barely on topic, uh, or on um uh, on Facebook that's at barely on topic podcast. And we bother mentioning threads that never really became a thing. <laughs> it never became a thing, but I just you know we're not on threads typically uh, uh as barely on topic, so. Oh, we oh. aren't okay. I thought we might have been okay. Uh, you know, I never got around to it because then I'd have to make an Instagram account for ah, early on topic. Yeah. And mm. I mean, I might do that someday, but I haven't done it yet. So, um, but you know, I can be found on threads, but mm. you know, anyway, or of course our individual accounts. I am uh, at Dr. Hand Grenade on, on both uh, Twitter and threads. Mm. Not that I've been on threads since like the day after I signed up, but anyway. <laughs> no, they still need to do a couple more things to get me to really use it religiously. So I'm waiting for those improvements. I, mostly I'm just like, I can't really figure it out. It's weird. I am at Nick Baggio on all the social media. And since Tim's not here, I'll throw this out there. He's at Tim A. Richardson. Yeah, send him a nice little get well soon because he's still going through things. Mm-hmm. He's getting his tooth out tomorrow. Oh, you're getting whipped in the face with a cattail. That's fun. No, no, let's look this far. Between, oh, between the face right now. Oh, yeah. I'm at VA from RI on Twitter. Not calling it that other thing. That's stupid. Uh, and Queen of Pies on Instagram. What's it called? threads all that stuff you a lot of... of me for and you made fun of me for dropping a bit <laughs> <laughs> from what dropping a bit 
a, co- a, a comedic bit. A shtick. Did I routine. say something wrong? Did I say something wrong? You said something right. <laughs> yeah. You oh. actually said. <laughs> wow. I did. But the first week I, I had to fill in for you, I said it wrong. <laughs> I really did. I, I started going and I'm like, I'm DAJ. Nope, I'm not that. <laughs> I, you know what it was? Like, <laughs> this is going to sound really dumb. I've been playing with my hands here and watching my hands in the, the monitor. And I'm like kind of spaced out and having a good time. And no, I have, you- I didn't <laughs> take anything. Yet. When, when did you take those gummies? I Be honest take- with us. Be honest with I, us. <laughs> I didn't take anything yet. Um, I took my antidepressant. Maybe that's happening right now. I don't know. <laughs> but I was just like, I don't know. Maybe this is a good thing because I'm like super calm and all of that stuff. Uh, I never see, they call them fingers, but I never seen one thing. Oh, there <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, I'm glad we got a dad joke in there. <laughs> Simpsons joke. <laughs> what? That's a Simpsons joke. I I have not watched The Simpsons since like the first season. Okay, that's uh, about season 13 or so, that episode. I yeah, that. I mean, so, I know I have the... One opinion. of my favorites is why I know this. So mm-hmm. Homer gets uh, ends up on medicinal marijuana. And yeah. Uh, There's right. a lot of really good quotes in that one. Right. I'm sorry that I've disappointed you with my lack of cultural, pop cultural knowledge of symptoms things because I haven't watched it. I know that many, many people who love The Simpsons and I... Uh, I've just. Oh, I haven't watched things. a new episode of The Simpsons in over a decade. Don't get don't get me wrong, but uh... <laughs> there are just so many seasons. I started. I tried to start again, and I'm like, I don't know if I have it in me for like 26 seasons. You know, actually, not a lie. I haven't watched an episode from a new season. I think since the end of my undergrad, so 20 years. Nope, that's 16 years. 20s the beginning. Yes. Mm. Word. 